What a difference a day makes, 24 little hours, as the song goes. So now I was thinking about what we had spoken about yesterday, which is learning to be uncomfortable uh, in a whole wide array of scenarios when you're trying to manage risk and live with the uncertainty of the outcomes of almost everything that you do. And then you have people questioning you like, well, why did you do that? Why are you doing this? How come we didn't do this? Then you start to question yourself, right? So that's why it's important to pick, you know, good partners, good coaches, good teachers, good clients, right? People who are going to support you because it's very subtle, but people could actually be undermining you when you're running money if you're not careful and drawing good boundaries. They say good fences make good neighbors. I know there's one person in particular, uh, I won't mention any names, but the client agreement really says it all. You can imagine who it is. It says, I agree to run my system on your account. I don't promise to make you any money. And if you call me three times, I'm giving you the money back. And that really draws a good boundary in that, you know, you're not becoming friends in this thing. I have a job to do. I'm going to run my system. It has expected values. If it makes you money, great. I'm not promising you anything. But what I don't want to do is talk to you about the markets every day. And so if you need to call me for one reason or another, something's happening in your life, there you go. But not really looking forward to, you know, trying to talk to you every day about where the gold market is. And this is a very famous person. Um, so anyway, I was thinking about all this uncertainty and all this, you know, that we were talking about yesterday and, try, you know, living and trying to be in an uncomfortable situation. And then what can happen is even if you have a good system, a good group of clients that are supportive, if you don't start seeing the results, you can start to get in your own head and maybe even psych yourself out because you have a sense of impatience, right? And I've spoken about this before. It's like what happens when what happens when you're impatient? And I started to think about it like cuz everyone probably feels something different when they're impatient. But I figured let me go look it up cuz it'd be interesting to think about what how the dictionaries out there define it. So one from Oxford dictionary says Impatient as an adjective, having or showing a tendency to be quickly irritated or provoked. Second definition is restlessly eager. And I thought that was kind of cool. If I go to Merriam Webster, um, they kind of use the word patient in, in the definition, not patient, restless, or short of temper, especially under irritation, delay, or opposition. Second definition at Merriam-Webster, prompted or marked by impatience. Number three is eagerly, eagerly desirous or anxious. And I said, yeah, that's interesting. I have felt all of those, you know, feelings when I've had to be impatient. And you know, that's where a trading tribe can really help, or at least it did for a lot of folks who would take those feelings that would creep up in their trading and try to figure out what they were trying to teach them. And a lot of times it would come back to the impatience was a reflection 
or a derivative of having to live in an uncomfortable situation for several days or weeks or months in a row, perhaps not having the results that you had expected, right? Maybe traders in a drawdown, or maybe they're making 2%, but they were hoping that they would be up 5 or 10 by that time. Uh, maybe they're waiting for a new account to open and the account to be funded. There's a million reasons of why you can become impatient. But I think the moral of the story is, is that impatience doesn't pay. My good buddy Brian Shannon likes to say, only price pays. And that's no, you know, that's nothing new for people who are trend followers. Um, but that's true, right? Only price pays. Price tells you everything that you need to know. If you know and you're smart enough to understand the fundamentals, which I think are probably harder to know and trade off of than watching charts or building systems where you have definitive numbers, you can still benefit from the convergence and divergence of that information. I think Bruce Kovner made a big point around that in Market Wizards or one of the books where I read that he was quoted in, in saying that. But ultimately, impatience doesn't pay. So it becomes super important, in my humble opinion, that if you're going to endeavor to manage risk as a trader, portfolio manager, and you know that this is what you want to do, you better have a way or a support group to deal with uncomfortableness and or what happens when you become impatient. Because if you start doing things that are outside of your paradigm and you start taking uh, emotional chances, I very, very rarely have ever seen that work and, and provide alpha, i.e. are you creating a rate of return above and beyond beta or market returns for your clients, right? So just the more you're aware of this, the more you can work on it. I don't know you're going to come up with a solution overnight, um, but these are the types of things that I think about. And I just know in my own experience that sitting on my hands, letting my winners run, using very religious, puritanical sense of stop placement to keep the losses small on your entries, you know, those are best practices and at a bare minimum should be a, a huge part of your arsenal. So just kind of think about it. Remember that this is a marathon. Your goal is to come back and be able to play tomorrow. And it is okay to take some chances. You do need to experiment, but make sure that you're trading your absolute smallest risk unit when you do that, you know, because there's nothing wrong with trying to solicit feedback from the market in trading a new asset class or trading a different style or just evolving into something else because people grow. Markets change. You kind of have to. But just make sure that you're trading your absolute smallest while you're doing that so you can't do any real lasting damage to your portfolio or your track record. Anyway, you know where to reach me. Uh, you certainly know about my experimentation and what I learned in the process. You can get free copy of the Inner Voice of Trading audiobook at martinchronicle.com. I hope you enjoy it. You'll learn a lot from it. Everything's an evolution. I'm still evolving myself and uh, trying to enjoy the process. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next episode.